Hey folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. On this Thanksgiving weekend, I think it's time that we remember what we're grateful for. Now I know in this day and age when you see people fighting over each other, over what we used to consider trivial things, like parking spaces, or not getting an order right at a McDonald's. People were considering it to be, oh my goodness, look at what you did. Or, oh my goodness, I can't believe this happened or that happened. As a truck driver, and I'm back to driving a truck, I've seen just outrageous things. I've seen from professional truck drivers pulling back at the last minute other drivers that and it doesn't have to be even truck drivers. I've also seen what we call four-wheelers who will not move over as a courtesy. I've seen that. I've seen People that they get offended if, oh my goodness, he got right in front of me. How dare he? Well, let's be grateful for what we have. And what can that be? Well, if you're listening to this, you woke up this morning. How many people, even people you know, didn't wake up last night. What about your health? Do you have 10 fingers, 10 toes? Are you able to get up in the morning? Are you able to feel 100%? If you're feeling a little sick, that's normal. This is the cold and flu season. And I know some people would also say COVID. How about this? Do you have your children with you? Do you get to see your children or your grandchildren? Be grateful for that. Do you have a roof over your head? Food in your belly and clothes on your back. And this also goes for the people who have just stopped oil. And also the climate change people. Just be grateful that you're alive. My parents always told me, before you can help others, you have to help yourself. Focus on yourself. I wouldn't recommend any guys to tell your pregnant wife, focus on my face. I found that out the hard way. My now ex-wife, she said that She was going to rip my face off if I said it one more time. There's a little humor there. But uh, you ladies, you you know, you've got uh, a baby you're trying to push out of you. And your significant other is saying, focus on my face. But just... If you're with someone 
Be grateful that you have someone who loves you unconditionally. I have someone like that. Besides my daughter, there's a woman. uh, Her name is Jenny. Hopefully she can hear this. We're not together right now, but I'm really hoping that by Christmas we'll be celebrating our first Christmas together. We text back and forth. And even if I get a text message, it just brightens my day. I'm grateful to have her in my life. I'm grateful to have this job I have. I'm grateful to have a roof over my head, food in my belly, and clothes on my back. There are days that I don't have as much money. And yeah, I see when I'm in a truck stop, I'd love to buy like a big pizza or, you know, two double Angus cheeseburgers or something like that. But if I have bread and peanut butter, and yeah, if I have water, I'm grateful. Christmas season has officially begun, as of today. The insanity has begun on Black Friday. And you know the kids are going to be asking for everything under the sun. They're going to ask for the new PlayStation, or they're going to ask for the new Xbox, or they're going to ask for a bicycle, or they're going to ask for this or that. And I know you as parents, you want to you want to do everything you can for your children. Can I give you some advice? You can take it or you can leave it. The best thing you can teach your children is financial responsibility. And what do I mean by that? Please, don't stop listening right now. I don't think you want your children to be racking up debt. I don't think you want them to get a credit card and then max out the credit card and then wondering, oh my God, how am I going to be able to pay the minimum on this. I've got rent to take care of. I got a utility I got to pay on. I've got a car payment. I've got repairs on the car. I've got to put gas in the car. I got to get insurance. Start them off small. There are credit cards now that help kids learn to manage their money. Teaching them something that I wish I would have learned because in the state of Indiana those that are in Indiana if you don't know this high schoolers now have to take a financial literacy class and pass it in order to graduate high school and I think that's a great idea and why I say that is when they graduate if they're going to go off to college they're like right now you If seniors are listening to this, look at, for starters, what do you want to do with your life? What, where is there growth and opportunity for you? 
Do you want to do like I'm doing, be a truck driver? Know how much your wages are going to be. Ask, what is cents per mile? How do you get paid like that? How much are your benefits going to be? Because you're going to have to pay for your medical, your dental, your vision, you know, accidental death and dismemberment. I know, you know, talking about that at a time like this, but you really should look at that. How much, you know, is there a retirement? If there is, like a 401k, how much can you honestly afford to spare? Every single week or every single month. Check all these things out. Where do you want to live? If the job requires you... Okay, I'll throw this out. Let's say a job either requires you to go to California, Chicago, or New York. What is the cost of living there? Where in the air, in those state areas do you want to live? And now in this day and age, you have to ask, how safe is it? Is there an area where you can move that is less dangerous? What kind of vehicle do you want to drive? I'll tell you right now, you're not going to get the top of the line for the kids. And you parents, you know that it takes a while to get that money up. They get a down payment. Plus, they're checking your credit rating. That's another thing you got to look at. Dave Ramsey says pay cash. Unfortunately, Dave Ramsey does not live where you live. Dave Ramsey is not living your the life you're living. And that's what you have to look at. I'm going to be quite honest and out front with you. Now, I know that there are nice vehicles. But guess what? Two year, uh, Last year. I had to buy a new car. And to me, it's a new car. It was a 2015 Nissan Altima. Yes, it's used, but guess what? I went through drive time. And I'm not doing, they're not promoting this podcast. I'm just saying, check out drive time. See if you can afford the down payment. See if you can afford the monthly payments or the bi-monthly payments. I paid $250 every two weeks. And did I get behind? Yes, I did. And with the checks that I've been getting, I was able to catch up on everything. Or pretty much. I still owe one car payment. I caught my rent up to date. Which I got an eviction notice if I didn't pay by the 27th. Well, I paid yesterday. Of course, it's through the bank, so it's going to take a little bit. Paid my electric. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's less than what most people pay. And it's only because I'm hardly home. And it's an apartment. If this was a house, trust me, it'd be more. Those that are living in apartments, you know what I'm talking about. Now I only have to pay the electric. Now if I had to pay electric, gas, and water, then that also would be a different story. The point I'm getting at, and hopefully the kids are listening, because this is one episode I want them to listen to. In life, you as parents know that 
in the real world, you have to take care of your rent or mortgage. You have to take care of the electric, the water, the gas. Also, trash, remember that. I don't have to pay trash, but that's a separate fee, unless it's included in your water. Some places it is. Transportation, getting to and from work, you're going to have to do that. Whatever mom and dad on a certain on certain days can't get you to work. You have to go to work every day. It's one of those things that you can't decide when you want to work and when you don't. I mean, you can, but after a while, your boss is going to say, you know, right now they need workers. But your boss is eventually going to say, you know, we have an attendance policy and I don't think it's going to work out. I've had that where I've had attendance issues and I've been uh, been told, sorry, we're going to have to let you go. And trust me, I'm white, I'm male, and they let me go. And it was within my first 90 days. So they can let you go for any reason uh, in a right-to-work state. They they could have just said, hey, you're sorry, you're out of here. They didn't have to. Under the right-to-work state laws, they can do that. But let's be grateful. We have family. Let's be grateful that we're alive, that we see each day. What about countries that, if you disagree with them, if you're, here's one, there are state countries where if you're homosexual, and you can check anywhere on the internet if you want, they throw homosexuals off of buildings, and if the person's not dead, they'll carry the body up again and throw it off again. Be grateful you're in a country that doesn't do that. How about countries that if you steal, they take you to court. And in China, this happened a few years ago. A couple was arrested for shoplifting and their crime was they're going to have a hand. The hand that took it, they were going to have the hand cut off. Be grateful we don't have that. Be grateful that you are in a country. And maybe this happens in parts of the United States. But be grateful you're not in jail because of your political beliefs. Or that you're exercising your First Amendment right. Be grateful that you're free and you can walk around. That you're covered under the First Amendment. Be grateful you have ability to choose how you live your life. Choose what you want to do with your life. That's not chosen for you at birth. Now, I'll probably get grief from both sides for saying these things. But you know something? The United States, people come here because where they come from, they don't have these freedoms. They don't have the choices we have. 
that well on the outside appearance you would look at a country hey look they're able to walk around free and all but I taught my daughter to do one thing and hopefully you can teach your kids to do the same and it's this look when they're showing you like Moscow, Russia or China, Hong Kong, China or any of those places keep, observe everything don't leave anything out if I can give you anything besides t- talking about child protection services department of child services things like that it's this Take a good look around. Really take a good long look around where you're at. Look at things, not just in the movies, but in real life, in the t- television. And you'll see something. What that something is, you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, and you're going to see what others may not see. And you may appreciate this country even more. Because it's the things you're not supposed to see. That if you're observant enough, you'll realize the media, as much as they try to hide it, and the governments, no matter where they're at, there's always something that little something that if you didn't pay attention at first you would miss it what is it? next time you watch the news and you see some place like in Gaza or in Syria you notice we don't hear hardly anything from Syria because now we got the Israeli and Palestinian war and that's what it is but watch very carefully Even on the January 6th, what is missing? When you figure it out, you're going to be upset because you're going to say, why wasn't we informed of this? And the answer is quite simple, because they didn't want you to know. But on this... Thanksgiving weekend and the beginning of the Christmas season and the holiday shopping. Take a moment at least once a day, not for very long, but sit back and just be think of the things you can be grateful for. Things that you have. And I'll guarantee you your life will be a lot easier. And kids, please Don't put so much pressure on your parents to get you everything under the sun. Trust me, mom and dad, they're doing their best. Like I always say, kids don't come with instructions. If they did, we'd all be perfect parents. Because we'd know exactly how to raise our kids. 
Because raising kids is not a cookie cutter. One size does not fit all. And for child protection services, do us all a big favor. Come January 1st, just close your doors. Let law enforcement handle it. But of course, that's a pipe dream because Child Protection Services wants to make that money so they can get their bonuses. Because, oh, their time, your little Susie, is more important than yours. And when all, all of us pass away, there is a truth to this. We were born with nothing. We will leave with nothing. And what happens on the other side, we can only hope that and have faith that we're going to be heading in the right direction. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is a thing are the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In the Bible, it does not say about being it says about being prosperous, but it doesn't say anything that life was gonna be easy. But we should be grateful in what we have. Don't be grateful in all things, but just be grateful in the things you do have. And be grateful that you're not six feet under. And be grateful that you have family around you. Nobody can take that away. They can try. But in the end, to end this story, end this podcast, sorry. There's a story. Guy was a um, in one of those camps in Nazi Germany. Concentration camp, I believe you call. Every day, this gentleman he imagined in his mind what it was going to be like when the war was over and he walked right out that door and out that gate. Every day he thought about it. He, the image of the day, how the air would smell, how actually physically seeing the gates opening, seeing his whole family there. His family, if they were still, if his family was still there, he would imagine them hugging each other and walking out together. He imagined the places he would go, the life he would have, even the job he would go to. He did that every single day, no matter what the Nazis did. They could not break his spirit. He had the image, those images embedded in his brain. And then the day came. 
and they declared peace in a ceasefire. And as he saw, he was reunited with his family. They walked right out the gate and he lived that life. And he did it every day. They never said it was overnight. They never said it was within a week or a month. But he continued. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. Faith, it takes more to believe in something that has not yet happened you know it will happen. Remember, speak into existence things that are not as though they were. Let me repeat that to end this. Speak into existence things that are not as though they were. The gentleman did exactly that. I bet people thought he was crazy. Until those gates opened, the Nazis stood back and he walked out with his family and lived the life he knew he was going to have. And if that gentleman can do that, And I can't remember if he was Polish, but I remember he was Jewish. And all he had was faith and an image of the life he wanted. And he focused on it every day. He didn't know how it was going to happen. He, but eventually he starts seeing the steps. Those steps started when he took the steps outside of Auschwitz. Remember that story next time that you think life is bad. How would you like to be a Jewish person during World War II at Auschwitz? My, uh, One of my uh, bucket lists is to visit Auschwitz. They say that you can actually hear the people. I'm hoping to hear the gentleman's voice. At least people... (laughs) It's kind of silly, but uh, the guy lived, and yet I'm hoping to hear... That gentleman is him saying, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. And you know a lot of people mock, probably mocked him. But you know something? How can they mock you if you can't actually see it in your mind? God will make a way for you to get the things you want. the Bible it says when you pray believe in your heart that you have received it 
and you shall have it. Kind of interesting, wouldn't you say? You have to believe that you're going to, you, you know, it's already going to be there. You'd be amazed at what happens when uh, you say, okay, new car or something. And when you finally realize that you have it, you're going to look back at your life and say, way back when I said I would have this and I did. But you have to believe it in your heart and in your mind and deep down in your soul. Gratitude will give you a lot. I'm still learning that. But what I have realized is what I can do today are the things that I dreamed about way back in 1988. Actually, 1987. And I knew if I worked hard enough and persevere, I'd have it. But not without sacrifice and not without hard work. Success is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration you're going to put a lot of work into it and I'm going to tell you right now that's just not me look at all the successful people and how hard they work to get where they're at but also remember where you come from also remember this in closing Don't forget where you come from. Don't let success go to your head. And above all, don't do something that you're going to regret later.